0: We've saved you a seat. This is Train Station at Eight, Season Two, the inaugural episode for Season Two, Episode Twenty-One overall. Um, I am your host, Brian Kelly, and joining me today is Stephen Kelly. Hello, Stephen. Hello, You're my brother.
1: Yeah, I'm your brother, and I'm the co-host. And this is Season Two. So this is totally a podcast about video game music, right? It most of the Not time. About- Ninety-five percent of the time, it's about video game music, designed around the idea of just some friends hanging out and uh, just chilling, just talking about video game music. No, right? No crazy structures, no uh, reviews or nothing nuts like that.
0: No, absolutely. We're actually changing things up a little today. You may notice, uh, listeners, we don't actually have any guests this week—a rarity. Um, that is not going to be a permanent thing. It's not like we're getting rid of guests, but we are opening up the possibility of doing episodes without necessarily having guests we We
1: decided that we don't like other people, and yeah. it's just going to be
0: us. <laughs> Pretty much. Just our, the, the Kelly clan. Mm-hmm. That sounds like we are, we're like barbarians out of Donkey Kong. <laughs> um, speaking of Donkey Kong, we did an episode in season one with the Mercado Brothers, Um Will, and Carl about a single song. It was a Donkey Kong Country song. Island Swing, in fact, from the first level. Right, and we actually liked how that went so much that as we were discussing what to change with season two, we thought it would be interesting to make our show format based around listening to and discussing a single song because from be, video games. to be
1: perfectly blunt, we were worried that our show was getting kind of stale, that we were going yeah, to it was kind formulaic. of formulaic. Well, and uh, we would yeah. run out of ideas because Simply because we were running out of questions to ask
0: Exactly We had our old 8 question format Which we would take a topic, it could be a game series It could be a single song It could be a um, any number of things And then we would do 8 questions About mm-hmm. it um, And it just felt a little formulaic after a while And we realized what we really loved about the show Was talking about video game music Specifically not Generally like Bigger topics like is video game music like what what are the, some of the topics? Some of the big that, ones we would always
1: run into over and over again were things like is video game music as good as it used to be, or yeah. uh, it, what's the it's difference like, between Japanese music and Western
0: music? We ran out of broader themes to discuss and realized what we really cared about discussing were specific songs from specific games and just what we think about them. But we also didn't want to turn into a show where we play a song, talk about it, play a song, talk about it. Those are cool, but there are a lot of those out there and it's just not what we set out to do. So we, th- so we thought it would be really fun to do more in-depth discussions about certain games and certain songs and let the conversation just be a little more free because it doesn't have that much to cover.
1: And in fact, we, we were kind of nervous about this idea because uh, we and the Mercado Rose who were on that last episode um, yes. all expressed hesitation about uh, having an episode about a single song, and we're taking a huge risk right. saying, for the time being, our our whole podcast is going to be about that. <laughs> um, exactly. But something kind of clicked with me uh, earlier today when I was thinking about it, when before we would have to think up eight separate questions to pose about a certain topic.
0: Right. Now
1: we simply find a very specific topic that will hopefully pose the questions to us.
0: That's a good way of putting it. I hadn't actually considered it that way. Yeah. But I like that. Uh, You may have noticed the intro theme to our podcast has also changed.
1: Yeah. Um, If possible, it's even more relaxing.
0: (laughs) It is another Animal Crossing song, this time Animal Crossing Wild World. It is 8 p.m. Even more fitting. And I didn't get that joke until like 20 minutes ago. (laughs) You did not get that. I don't know if joke... Reference. I did not get that reference. Um, Um so, yeah, that was another song that I wrote and recorded. Um, well, arranged. The
1: original writing
0: of the song was from Animal Crossing. No, no, Wild arranged. World. Absolutely. I did not write it. Yeah. I wish I did. I actually need to find who wrote it. Um, but yeah, arranged and recorded. And it is from Animal Crossing Wild World, the composer, which I don't actually have on hand at the moment. Uh, we, we should have look that up right now.
1: We'll obviously put that in the uh, credits. But we thought it would I be know. only fitting if this is going to be our new train station theme song, let's have the first episode in season two be about that song.
0: Kazumi Tataka. Apparently, he also did Mario Paint.
1: Whoa! Oh! Oh! Tote KK. It's him. Great! Oh yeah!
0: Of course. Awesome. That's what based KK's. Wow! This is so. a great idea. For, uh, One of my very favorite. Asuka Oda also worked on Wild World. Okay, so, so it could have been fun. him. Could have been him. And he he also worked on the original Animal Crossing. No, there's a bunch of different people on the original Final Crossing. So yeah. Um. That said, uh, that is also going to be our song for this episode. Indeed is 8 p.m. from Animal Crossing Wild World. So I think that'll be a lot of fun to discuss and kind of give you an introduction to our new theme song. So that will all be very fun.
1: So what's um, uh now that we're changing uh, the, kind of the topic at hand, are we changing the yes. structure at all, my brother?
0: Well, there aren't going to be eight questions. What? But it's Train Station one. at 8! Well, that's because it's an Animal Crossing reference, and we typically record at 8 p.m., and our theme song is 8 p.m., and... Okay, just for anyone who doesn't know, <laughs> Train Station Eight is named that because in Animal Crossing, the original Animal Crossing, when you went to the train station at eight p.m., Tota KK, the little dog with the guitar, would be there and he'd play you one song and then give you the uh the recording for so it. So, hence he the he didn't play you other songs after, but it was basically you go there for the one song he'll give yes. you the recording of. Um, which I think is even more fitting with our format now, right? We will play you one right. song. Tell you where to get the recording of it. We, unlike KK, don't bootleg it, but it's his music, so he's allowed to do that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then we just discuss it. So, we, we just love the name Transition 8 so much because Animal Crossing was such a inspiration for us, and we love the music so much. <gasps> and, but if we're
1: doing a Wild World song this time, shouldn't it be called Cafe at 8?
0: No. Okay. Because I'm not that, I'm not that, I'm, I'm not going to redo our logo and name and iTunes feed for a metaphor. Great sorry. point. Not that dedicated. We can make another podcast called The Roost where we just talk about coffee.
1: Hey, that actually sounds like a good idea. We can invite our f- friend Cameron. Not to, that. Me. <laughs> not to me.
0: You too can start that. Anyway, let's get going here. Something that is not going away is the section "What have you been listening to?" I've lived in my voice for the past like eight minutes.
1: Uh, yeah. Other than that, um, I'm listening to Ragnarok online.
0: I always think you're going to say Ragnaros.
1: Nope, not Ragnaros. The car How that is that? Destroys I've me. heard it's like jazzy or something. Um, it oh man, it is many things. I've actually been keeping a running tab on songs I specifically want to show you, um, mm-hmm. and ultimately trick you into thinking the album is even better than it is. Mm. Um, see the the weird thing is, um, I don't have any specific history with Ragnarok. Um, as you know, You used to play it obsessively.
0: You were addicted
1: for like four years. That's a lie. That's yeah. That was risky. Really um, that is also <laughs> a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of little jokes flying in the air today. <laughs> Um, but, like, are you, like, aware of the legacy of of Ragnarok
0: Online soundtrack at all? No, not at all. I know it's, no, I know nothing.
1: (laughs) It has, like, a surprisingly big following. I don't know if that's because a lot of people played it back in the day, um, or if people Hmm. just discovered the music, but it's very well regarded, and it has this massive soundtrack release, and there are, like, a number of OC Remix, uh... OC Remix remixes based on
0: Yeah I, I do remember those yes.
1: Yeah um, And so it's like five discs hmm. um, And man I wonder if I can check So we much. may
0: have to do like five seasons of episodes On that sometime Oh man
1: it, <laughs> there would be so many I mean the first disc has 29 songs on it The okay. next has 30 The next has 30 and so on um, So wow. it's a massive soundtrack I actually listened to uh, Just finished it today um, I listened to it while doing a bunch of like grunt work on the computer, um, and so I mean you're getting like stuff that's jazzy, stuff that actually sounds like kind of a uh, traditional, exciting JRPG, stuff mm-hmm. that is directly influenced from sp- specific cultures like Ireland, um, and it's it's just a really really neat soundtrack.
0: That that sounds super cool. It just sounds like the breadth is impressive.
1: There's this one song called "Antique Cowboy." Um, Antique Cowboy or Antique? Antique Cowboy. Okay. That is this... It sounds like a cross between... Like... I don't want to get you too hyped, but Bastion and Steve Vai... A little bit. A little bit of both of those things. That's really good. It's a pretty awesome song. It's like two minutes long. Um, That sounds great. Ten minutes? Two minutes. Oh. It's two minutes, but they pack, and it's like then it's gone. That style never returns. That style of guitar never returns, and it's just it's two minutes (laughs) in this five-disc soundtrack. Wow. It's an exciting thingy. Um, That's
0: neat. Hmm.
1: What else, though? What have I been listening to? Uh...
0: Well, I've been listening to just to uh, jump in here the Oblivion soundtrack a lot. Really? Yeah. Any reason? Uh, Well, I listen to it as I go to sleep typically.
1: Oh, okay. I've been like listening to my- the Oblivion soundtrack recently, but it's more like when I wake up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's my go to for going to sleep. It's That's such a good soundtrack for that.
1: I always view Oblivion as kind of like a a morning time, springtime kind of soundtrack.
0: Oh, I agree. I don't necessarily relate the music with night. It's just very relaxing. It's super relaxing. Calming, wonderful music. Um, and I've also just listened to it in the car, and I've been shuffling my five-star playlist some and that comes up a lot, because, ev- like, every, every single, single song every is not a Every single song
1: Explore song is five stars. Is a five star. um, yes. Interestingly enough, for me, uh, if we're going by, like, a star system, the theme song is only, like, a four-star.
0: No, I agree. It's the worst rendition of the Elder Scrolls theme between, you know, Morrowind, Oblivion, and uh, yeah. Skyrim, in yeah. my opinion. I've also been listening to um, just various, my, my starred playlist on spotify you should really get into spotify i wish you would
1: i just you know what i've been having a hard time playing it in the car um it keeps resetting uh, what i am trying to no, listen to no, it's
0: not wonderful for the car i typically play it on my pc it's much much better
1: well it. i it's all those all those lyrics man
0: yeah you can't do stuff with lyrics rise uh, of the lyrics uh i run into that problem when i want to hear the lyrics like for guns and roses i'm cool because i like some of their songs but i don't particularly care about what they have to say yeah Um, but like, I ran into this problem because I started listening to, uh, Night in, sorry, Night Castle, which is Trans-Siberian Orchestra's Mm non-Christmas album they came Mm -hmm. out with a few years ago. And I was listening to it while I was doing work and stuff, and I started just stopping work to listen to the lyrics. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, this is a problem. Um.
1: Well, you have to analyze those lyrics.
0: uh, Exactly. (laughs) Like, they're just so. Deep. Melodramatic, but awesome. This one seems to be a lot about this person struggling with his mortality in ten-minute songs. Whoa! Like so there are a couple ten-minute songs. Out that's here. awesome. Like there was a life, which is this nine-minute song with this guy, like trying to cope with death. Basically,
1: you know what's funny? Um, um I actually yep. relate Oblivion music with Trans-Siberian Orchestra because oh, yeah. when we got bored in well, Oblivion when we, we were, were playing, playing it during Christmas time. Yeah, yeah we just played TSO then- music
0: there's some of these awesome songs like there's this classical song kind of that starts out classical and then just goes into this ridiculous rock um and I really like their style like I don't like a lot of prog metal yeah. um that I've heard I find it gets really kind of repetitive um and it's just
1: yeah I'm the same way it doesn't I'm have the, the
0: punchy pop likability of Trans-Siberian Orchestra, and they bring this kind of pop sensibility to prog rock that prog rock fans would probably hate me for saying, <laughs> but that I can, makes me yes. kind of, it's an entry to prog rock that I can enjoy a lot more. Um, you can hear a lot of influences from their other albums, but there's just one awesome part I need to show you on this song where they used a whammy bar and it sounds great. That's fantastic. Um, so yeah, it's a really, I also love the mountain on it, which like, it does the, you know, Hall of the Mountain King.
1: Uh, should I? It is
0: it is the bad guy theme. It is Robotnik's bad guy theme in the original Sonic cartoon.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. T- you had to frame it like that, but yes, I
0: know what it is. <laughs> because they ripped that from classical music. Yeah, yeah. Which is hilarious. And they do that, and it's really that good. That sounds amazing. TSO yeah. doing that song? Oh, my gosh. And they do it with, like, the, you know, they'll be, like, playing that main melody, and then they'll have their guitars going diddle diddle in the background. Oh, wow. And it's really, really good. Wow. Of the best songs, I need to listen to that. that. Yeah, it's a great album. I want to finish it, but I want to finish it when I can dedicate a little more time. Because they obviously have a narrative they're trying to tell here. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. definitely. That's the fun Uh, of it. Anything else for you?
1: Um, Well, I guess I'd also like to mention another soundtrack uh that i got in the, the the uh, ragnarok online soundtrack by the way is one that i got for a very very reasonable price um cool uh physical the physical copy along with a bunch of other ones um, yeah
0: oh yeah you ordered like seven from that
1: guy yes and another one that i got was kirby 64
0: yeah that's in my itunes library but i haven't listened to it or as i as it's uh displayed on the soundtrack. Hoshi no Kirby sixty four, which I
1: think is just so fun to say. Um, yep. And honestly, I kind of just tacked this one on because I'm like, well, I'm getting soundtracks, I might as well. Yeah, pay it for I remember shipping. you saying not
0: great things about it when we discussed it on the Kirby episode.
1: And I think I'd like to take back some of those things Yeah, that's actually a I very was neat soundtrack. Yep. Um, I still stand by that it gets too cutesy and does not yep. stand up to original Kirby music for sure. Um, but it some of those things are crazy. <laughs> I wish I could tell you the, the the title I'm thinking of, but it's all in Japanese. <laughs> I'll have to like dig. Through How long the- is it? <laughs> uh, Eighty minutes. I don't know. Um, but I think it must be from the factory level or something, mm-hmm. because it's like this clanging song that goes into this like over dramatic, unKirby like epic. I don't even know what it is. Um, but it really caught me off guard. I enjoyed that a whole lot. Oh. That
0: is neat. Yeah, uh, it's I need a to cool get that soundtrack. Also. I realized another soundtrack I've been listening to is the Paper Mario Thousand Year Door soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Which is actually interestingly not as good as i expected it to be because while there are a lot of good songs in it most of it is kind of filler
1: yeah i actually i see what you mean
0: the the title is amazing the underground theme the title the chapter end luigi talking um and a couple of those are really good but the rest is just kind of okay like those stick out as moments but it's just kind of a lot of just being there, which yeah, makes sense of for an RPG.
1: Wibbling around, and here's yeah. kind of the slightly scary sounding song. And just like,
0: they have, you know, all their, you know, all their, all their enemy songs for like, um, Cortez, the main villain, and all the other stuff is just kind of like, bada 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 kind of techno stuff. So it's not that interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's really more <laughs> mood setting, and it does set a really good mood, but it's not great on its own. Most of it. So.
1: Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think that that's the sort of game that, um, really nails its themes and its over, like, yeah. overall style. hmm But it didn't go down in history as having- It's not the, a
0: master of melody or something.
1: Right, it didn't have a the classics. Books. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, it also is probably that I couldn't find the soundtrack anywhere, so this is a rip, so it includes literally everything. So, like, the soundtrack right. would have- It would have have not included the cutscene
1: with the Goombas who get into a fight or whatever. I know. I
0: had to delete a lot of stuff. It was was like, this song, this song with sound effects. It's like, okay, this (laughs) two-second loop of Mario doing a trick during the battle. So, anyway. Uh, But, yeah, that about covers what I've been listening to.
1: Great. Well, that's most of the stuff I've been listening to. Ragnarok is so huge, it counts as five. Mm -hmm.
0: One thing I wanted to note for Spotify... I think it helped that, like, the first thing I got into on Spotify was a ton of Steve Vai and Joe Cetriani, no lyrics, and a yeah, lot of music. Yeah, that's a good point. So before we go into our main song topic here, what is your history with Animal Crossing? Because I'm completely clueless.
1: Well, Brian, when we were brothers growing up in the same house and playing the same video games, including Animal Crossing,
0: for— Well, okay, this is a fair point, because Animal Crossing, especially Wild World, is, like, the game you played without me the most.
1: That's, that's a good point where we're talking about the history. So to start at the beginning, yep. I think it's really important framework to know yeah. uh, that we played for hours, days at a time, pouring our.
0: We hearts. played it like other people played JRPGs and stuff. Like We played we got, it like
1: other people played MMOs.
0: That's a good point. It was our MMO growing up because we never played MMOs until, like, I don't know, I was 15 or something. So when we were young, like, we rented Animal Crossing. We thought it was going to be dumb, but we didn't know what the heck this thing was. Um, I saw the characters, you know, the nice-looking animals and with their weird faces on some website, and I'm like, is that like a South Park game?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks, it looks like a parody
0: of cute yeah, games. I couldn't imagine it actually being sincere. I guess I was pretty cynical even at that age, but um, I think we, I was actually more cynical
1: when I was younger than I am now. <laughs> it's weird.
0: <laughs> so we played it, uh, and we just were like. We were enjoying it so much. Uh, It it was something of a new thing to us. We'd never been big RPG players. um, And just that slow pacing and just kind of exploring and collecting really spoke to us. And we played that original Animal Crossing so much.
1: To the point where we we had the guide, we knew every single item, every single villager, every single Mm -hmm. thing that could possibly happen in the game we had seen and we had done.
0: Very true to us, we would like create multiple characters. Yep. Uh, for the same town and play as all of them, and then make like another town and have like do the memory card. And then thing yeah, and travel between and towns and, <laughs> and decorate all these houses. It was crazy, but so much fun. And so, um, then so that one was our day, start with Animal Crossing.
1: One day, uh, a, a video game was released called Animal Crossing Wild World.
0: Yeah, we were excited about that,
1: and it wasn't as good as the first one, but that's okay because because it was still amazing. Yep. <laughs>
0: Well, the other problem is what one thing we were incredibly excited about was the multiplayer, and yeah. because we could finally play a game together at the same time, or an Animal Crossing game, and it just between how much they didn't let you do when the other was in your town, to how long it took to get into someone else's town, we never really ended up doing it much.
1: It was a big hassle, and so all it really ended up doing was instead of bringing us together, it just separated us.
0: Yeah, from we our just played separately from our
1: Animal Crossing adventures. It was just meant we never interacted instead of. Playing, out I wanted the
0: asynchronous multiplayer from the original Animal Crossing more, where yeah. I could just, like, leave a note for you in your town, at least I was communicating. Yeah, you but.
1: could leave surprises, or, like, I finally found that furniture you were looking for, but it yeah. was just such a pain to get the DSs to communicate that we didn't do that anymore. So that's yeah. kind of began our solo adventures in Animal Crossing. So why don't you pick it up from there? What did you do when I wasn't around?
0: Uh, I got somewhat into Animal Crossing Wild World, but never nearly as much as I did the original. Um, i trying to remember like, what my playing habits were for it. I've tried a couple times to kick- kickstart it again, could never really get into the habit. But I do remember this song always stood out to me, even when yeah. I used to play it. Um, what about you? You played this a lot more than I did.
1: Yeah, I took the different path where I got to a point where I was playing it daily.
0: Yeah. Uh, which is something
1: I never even did with the old Animal Crossing, where we, we would just, you know, uh, splurge and just play for mm-hmm. a week and then stop. I would play it a little bit every morning. Um, every morning I would have my coffee in real life and then go to Brewster's coffee shop and have my fake coffee <laughs> <laughs> in Animal Crossing. Yeah. So I guess my song of choice was probably something like 9 a.m. Um, mm. So I really didn't listen to 8 p.m. that much. Um, but yeah, I played it. Um, It became a serious habit for me. I played it every single day. It became very attached to my villagers and my village structure. Um, oh, yeah. Then one day... And then I
0: accidentally deleted yeah, it. Yeah,
1: you wanted to get into the game again, so you found my cart and erased all the I did data. not
0: purposefully. I didn't I say totally, it was on purpose. I don't know how I missed it, but I, well, you don't have to like get into the game to delete the file. You can do it from the main menu. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, this is totally my town. Okay, boom.
1: So after that, I never really got into it again. Really? Not, I killed li- it. Not seriously. Lily ah. was gone. Wow. Lily I feel was so my best
0: friend, who was a frog. But now you're playing New Leaf, so you wouldn't be playing it anyway.
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, New Leaf, I believe, is the best Animal Crossing game since the first one.
0: Yeah, City Folk. We never played. I think it just had the music from Wild World. Yeah, it was pretty lame, from what I understand. Uh, New Leaf has great music, but that is one of the parts that is not as good.
1: Nope. I think New Leaf. Uh, I looked at the
0: 8 p.m. music for New Leaf, and I thought,
1: New Leaf has no. the worst music. Um. Ever of any game of, mm, I don't think you play that game <laughs> at 7 p.m. Yeah, okay. which is a thing of heartbreaking beauty. <laughs> I haven't played what? Uh, the game is 7 p.m.
0: Oh, oh no! I love that. I think it, I brought that to your attention. Yeah, you did. Um, it's genius. But for the, the most, is, for the most New Leaf has a great 7 p.m. The original Animal Crossing is great 9 p.m. I had to go with Wild World because it's the one with the great 8 p.m. Exactly, exactly. Um, now and poof
1: for. New Leaf, you played it a bit when it came out and slowly just kind of fell off the bandwagon like most yeah. people. Like most normal, healthy individuals.
0: Right, yes.
1: I, however... Like Cameron. I, however, played it daily for a year straight.
0: Wow. And then you stopped.
1: And I've been falling off. But I didn't just stop. I mean, That's June was months ago, and I've still kind of been on and off since then. Yeah. Um. But that was a, yet another truly special game. But the music for the most part didn't hold up. KK Slider continued to put out hit singles, many of which are addicting and I love, but it just didn't have that vibe that the older Animal Crossings had.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. And there's something special, um like how they did their drum beats and stuff, they didn't feel like um happy Animal Animal
1: Crossing was largely drum and bass focused. The 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 second one, Wild World, was often brought in accordions and nostalgic like acoustic guitars, and um and uh, newly kind of uh, focused too much on bouncy music, Um, steel drums, steel drums, and very sugary, syrupy, sweet, almost like classic Disney like title screen stuff. Uh, And while it's very nice. It certainly doesn't have that oddly, uh, uh, sophisticated, quirky nostalgia that the old games captured. Yep. Which is what we'll be talking about for this episode. Yeah.
0: So let's go ahead and play that song. All right, that was uh, 8 p.m. from Animal Crossing Wild World. Pretty awful song, right?
1: Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I was asleep. That was highly peaceful.
0: And horrible, no.
1: Horribly wonderful. That's honestly one of my favorite songs from Wild World, which overall I think. It
0: rivals music from the original Animal Crossing, which is. It rivals and surpasses
1: some of it. Oh, Um, for
0: sure, yeah. If every song in Animal Crossing was that good, most of them are.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you're right.
0: I don't know. Like 3 p.m. when it's going like rah,
1: rah, rah, or something, it's not as good. But. Yeah, that now that's mood setting. Sorry, 3 a.m. Yeah, three three a.m. is <laughs> sort of um uh off the rails. I love reference. Animal Crossing
0: music, but I think this one, like evening music, has always been the Animal Crossing music that like hit home the most for me.
1: This. This is the 9 p.m. of Wild World.
0: Yeah, and I remember. For, I, I was actually looking at 8 p.m. for the original Animal Crossing and to make it our theme song, and it just didn't capture me. It's a little as hyper. It's a
1: little bit hyper. It is.
0: It's the do 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 So it's kind of like, that to me seems more like a kind of 7 p.m., like evening's coming. 8 p.m. is when things should calm down.
1: Evening's, uh, like, 8 p.m. is when the sun is most likely down. Yeah. Uh, if you're living in the United States of America in most places. Yeah. um, And everything's just... It's not like... It's not getting into deep night yet. The sun... There might be just a little bit of bluish sunlight still on, on the trees outside. Yeah. And everything's just chill. And this song is just... Like, it captures that to a T. I really... I really enjoy how the guitars are strumming just in and out. And it's kind of like just breathing and out. And it's just, it's repetitive, but doesn't, doesn't like annoy you because it's, uh, it's more, it's just relaxing. It always ends on, on, on like a note that puts you at ease.
0: Yeah. Like that's something interesting. It, um, when I was writing the cover for it, I was finding a very difficult challenge because I didn't want to just do exactly the same thing, which is almost what I ended up doing. But y- adding complexity and melody to this song is not the way to make it better. The the melody, all of its part, it works because it's minimalistic. That's like, super true. I don't. I like adding. I could have, like I did with a few other songs they've done, like added. I could have soloed in G major to it. Right. Right. And like. I don't think that would work. It would sound okay, but it would be kind of killing what the song is about. The song is, like you said, every t- every measure, it's landing on something comfortable.
1: It's almost like... And that
0: was like the edit you had to my um cover, which is like I went up a note, and you're like, why don't you make that the lower octave instead of the higher octave, because it's, it's leading too much. It needs to let you rest more between every measure, Any- and that really improved it.
1: Anytime a note does not satisfy in and of itself, the whole illusion is broken. Like it's almost like it uses the silence as much as it uses the the music. The silence needs to be relaxing, not
0: anticipatory.
1: So you have like that, the the like the beep being that dun 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 pause dun 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 yep pause, and during those pauses, it feels like an empty, quiet, cool, relaxing evening. Yeah. And I think that's a really important part of the song. If you had tried to just keep that, like that strumming of the guitar as just a backdrop to a new song, it wouldn't have been the same.
0: No, I absolutely agree. And something else interesting about it is how minimal they are with the instruments. They use Mm -hmm. whatever. Three? Are there three? Keyboardy sound, drums, um, and I don't know what kind of keyboard that is playing, honestly. It
1: sounds kind of like a honky tonk piano to me. It's not quite that, though.
0: I was able to find a, uh, a sample very similar to it for mine, but I don't actually know what it's from or what it is. I just used it for my library. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because I don't, it does sound like it, but it's different. Yeah. So I'm it's sure not, it's in a similar family of, it's not that of sounds. of sound. Goofy. If anyone knows, email me or whatever or, or the show, leave a comment because I'm curious. I and, don't, uh, but my point, yes. which was not that is, you know, it has drums, that keyboard and accordion. And the accordion and is used so
1: sparingly.
0: Right. It's not even
1: really a major I, instrument. I had
0: to add the accordion in, partially because I thought it would be cool, and partially because I wanted to get it before we started talking. Yeah. Like, I wanted people <laughs> to be able to hear the accordion when the song intro and it, it would take, like, a minute to the full loop before the accordion came in in the original. And I love that. Uh Just that hint of an accordion that comes yeah. in. It's and, like... And, right, for the loop.
1: Oh, man. It's, it's just there as, like, a a warm little reminder. It's like it yeah. it feels so safe and happy and that's the part that makes me think that this should primarily be played for summer evenings.
0: Mm. That's the a, accordion that's to me point. is too
1: warm for like winter or fall. Yeah,
0: that's actually yeah, I think spring or summer work for it.
1: I really um, get the like some quiet cicadas chirping in the background. When that accordion yeah. comes in and goes,
0: Wow, wow. It's like, it's a, it's a cicada it's playing like, an accordion. It, it totally is. <laughs> up from the trees. Uh, and I remember your other advice is just, you kept saying, make the accordions quieter, make the accordions quieter. Yeah. When I was, and that was also, yeah, that's something really important about it. It does not, accordions can very easily overwhelm the like bagpipes. Um, very much so. So you need to be very, very careful. Speaking of which, with them. you'll but get something,
1: a, you'll get a little bagpipe action in Ragnarok.
0: So just heads up. Oh, nice. The Ireland music, I guess. Yeah. But something else interesting it does is, um, it doesn't have a bass line, no. but the guitars, how it does the guitar is really interesting because it has like the fairly similar or fairly simple guitar, um, pattern of playing the da-dun, dun, da-dun, dun. Mm-hmm. But in addition to that, it kind of has the bass note of the guitar doing a doon, doon, like going, Done, done. Every time, to kind of an open note, and even when the main pattern goes down to the da done done, that stays the same, going done, yeah, dun, through the whole thing. So it basically uses that bass note and that open note of the guitar to create a bass line without adding an instrument. in.
1: Not only does it create a bass line, but it gives you texture, and yet it always grounds it with that satisfying. oh, Okay, this is still chill. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Like every time it goes done. Yeah. Done like that is consistent through the entire loop. So I think that was a really good use of the guitar.
1: I think I think that um, it's a real testament to the to Animal Crossing in general how these songs, I actually bring a certain measure of peace to your heart yeah it's not just silly a lot mm. of the songs are silly like mm-hmm. you said i think 8 p.m. from the first animal crossing was kind of goofy you know that it's that you, you kind of get this feel this uh this image of the little villager running around with his short yeah. legs like i gotta collect all the fossils but this one is <laughs> just
0: <laughs> <laughs> then i'm out of here <laughs> out of the next town <laughs> And, oh, the people who steal Animal Crossing reality show. are the worst. Um, oh my gosh, Hoarders and Animal Crossing would be a hilarious oh parody. Oh no, don't solely the <laughs> Animal Crossing name. This is worth 20,000 bells. No, wait, that's that's Storage Wars, sorry. Getting oh. mixed up. <laughs> I, I
1: expect you to be more up on your reality television references.
0: Um, but yeah, it's just amazing mood setting. Like, for the game and even out of the game, it's a testament... Like I talked, Paper Mario was not setting the mood for me when I was not playing the game. It was just boring. Mm -hmm. This can set the mood it's going for in and out of the game.
1: Oh, I I entirely agree. It's the kind of music that you'd probably want to have playing distantly when you're like on a walk.
0: Well, it used to like constantly play. Oh, man, you're right. There was that website that plays it based on what hour it is.
1: Yep. I found like a real-time Animal Crossing site. And I would like no joke play that show notes. Oh yeah, if, if I can it's legal. if I can find it and it seems I think it actually links to YouTube, so it's about as okay. legal as you can get with Animal Crossing music. Yeah. Um like I would just play that from the time I got up to evening time. Like when I was yeah. studying, I would just play it all day. Oh yeah.
0: I remember that. That was great. And um what But I think one reason it can mood set so well is that it the moods are very relatable to normal life. Mm hmm. Like in normal life, I'm not going to be going on a walk and wanting to hear theme of Grotus from Paper Mario. Like, <laughs> unless I'm taking a walk with a robot man who wants to rule the world or whatever, that's not going to be relevant. But Animal Crossing is almost always relevant to our day-to-day lives. Or even like you that's were, what the game is really we like.
1: were just talking about with Oblivion. Oblivion is beautiful, but it, it conjures up the image of somewhere that you'd like to visit but would never live. Yeah. Animal Crossing just makes you feel like this is your little neighborhood. Maybe Mm -hmm. you live in a big city, and you have to listen to the city folk, and you're all sad, Mm -hmm. but for us, especially growing up in suburban environments,
0: I mean... Well, in a forested neighborhood, like...
1: In a forested neighborhood, especially, animal forest, um, I mean, this sounds like cicadas, neighbors slamming car doors in the background, maybe the scent of barbecues.
0: Police sirens.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know about that, but... um, Yes, it's it's yeah. a it's a it's a lovely thing. Um and it's it's kinda cool how you can link those real you like your real life experiences with mm-hmm. the game experiences and they kinda become blended. Like I don't right. know if that happens to you but Like
0: the- I woke up one night saying, Oh my gosh, I owe way too much money to Tom Nook.
1: Oh that's better that better than me. I I woke
0: up in the dead of night saying, I gotta collect
1: the fossils <laughs>
0: and that was a I know every time experience. I get my bit my by a mosquito, I'm like, bam, right my face for a few seconds.
1: Oh man, you spoiled what our next song is going to be next week.
0: <laughs> the mosquito bite. <laughs> the mosquito bite song. Oh my god, that would stretch our abilities <laughs> thin. Um, well,
1: speaking of stretching thin, um, well, let's end this episode. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> speaking of stretching thin, isn't it alarming how um, the song like effectively is? I don't know what. 10, 15 seconds long for the main part?
0: Uh, no. It's actually, I would say the main part is a minute.
1: Oh, really? Does it go to that many variations?
0: Yes. So it has the first loop. It goes the dun 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 yeah. dun, dun 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 and then finishes that. And then it does it again, but it does it with a variation, at least on the final section. Um, oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, with the constant loop of guitar. So I would say, Accurately, without that minor variation in the accordion part, it's maybe about twenty-five seconds of original music. But that's still a really small. I mean, it's twenty-five seconds
1: of original music with um the guitar strumming being extremely repetitive. It's like yeah, five or six. Dun 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 dun. -dun. But
0: again, it uses that repetition instead of sound loopy to inspire calm. Right. And just. Like you said, breathing is an amazing analogy because breathing is a very centering, calming activity. Not to mention relatable. And relatable. And this just... Or the tide of a sea, which you also can see in Animal Crossing. Um The sea coming in and out. Like, mm-hmm. the very cyclical nature it gets down. And also, I think it's amazing how much it does with the limited DS hardware for this kind of stuff. The DS is getting pretty advanced. But it's I mean, just, yeah. The DS could still sound really like... With the DS, it's really easy to sound like you're pushing your limits.
1: That's true. I mean, you, you got to remember there were things like Sonic Rush on the DS.
0: No, no. The DS could do recorded orchestral music and stuff badly compressed. But you the compression works with this music is kind of what you're saying. Right. But I'm saying like the simplicity. Right. This would not – I've heard it in City Folk. I don't know if they ripped it exactly. But like it doesn't work any better. It. My remix of it was played with a real guitar. But even then, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's better to do. Like, it just, even the fakeness of the guitar sounds fitting for this. They chose playing such a simple chord.
1: They chose a sound that is kind of timeless in a way. Yeah. So, the accordion. It doesn't matter if it's low, like, low quality, uh, if you will. It doesn't matter if it doesn't sound real because it just sounds warm and comforting Mm -hmm. and like it's meant to be in your Animal Crossing town. Yeah. So, what do you think of the
0: drums, though? Because drums are something you usually oh, pick
1: up on more than I pick up on them.
0: The drums in this, incredibly simple. So, this yeah. is basically just... It's one... It's basically a simple drum beat you can get, which is just bass drum, snare, bass drum, snare, with a consistent i-hat. Um, but... Again, any complexity, like if you were to have a Tom fill or something in this, uh-huh. it would sound ridiculous. But the drums to me are so necessary because they bring in that jazzy drum and bass modernity to Animal Crossing music that would be so easy to lose without them.
1: Oh man, I completely agree. It's like I said, it's that, it's that air of slight sophistication. Uh, a, yeah. A, a certain amount of like a knowing quality. Like this isn't just a kid's game. This isn't, we're not here to, Purely entertain you with cutesy uh, you know, animals and
0: silly songs. And I think the other key thing about the drums, something well, something else they did great, is how just quiet they are. Yes. Um the drum kit I used was a little louder, and I didn't love that, but I didn't have a great replacement at the time. But they have like such a such a soft, relaxed feel to them, which is a great way to use the drums. And something else great they bring is at the loop point. They cut out the drums for a few measures of the guitar and then the accordion.
1: Again, um, really, really utilizing that silence.
0: To they wh- utilize the silence, and then you you notice what the drums mean to the song because they come back into it. you yeah. like, okay, we're back to that beat. And it's just a nice respite from it, and it makes the drums more meaningful because you've heard what the song is like with and without them. And
1: something really important that I don't think we mentioned yet is that this is kind of a subtle reprise of the theme song.
0: Oh, I don't know the Wild World theme that well, but I think you're right.
1: It's not like interesting. playing through the whole thing, but there are snatches of it. That
0: No, you're right. It's from the theme song. Kind of was I'm looking at the Animal Crossing original, 8 p.m. I don't think that was a remix of the theme song.
1: Uh, Not that. Not as far as I know.
0: Wait, what is do doo, 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 doo. Is that the Animal Crossing theme song?
1: The original one?
0: doo do 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 what is that? For?
1: Yeah, the bum 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 bum. Yeah, bum, they whistled
0: the theme song at 8 p.m. in the original Animal Crossing. Oh, okay, then totally. In New Leaf, they remix the, for 8 p.m. They remix the theme song. I mean, the theme song you you can find it. Like
1: Animal Crossing loves to remix its themes.
0: I wonder if it purposely does it because every 8 p.m. theme did it. Mm, I mean, you can find it in multiple hours, though. Yeah, I would assume it's in other places, but I wonder if they chose that as a centering point or not. I don't know. I have to listen to how many others have it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. Right. I'm not sure. It's the kind of Animal Crossing music. Sometimes you forget what the theme is because you <laughs> hear like the actual hours.
0: It's a really cool idea of adding motifs into it, into a soundtrack. Like
1: and that. you may think like, how is there even room for a motif in a song that is so extremely simple to begin with? Uh
0: huh. But it has its own completely different identity than the theme song. Huh. I. Wow. I for some reason not heard. The 5 p.m. theme in New Leaf, which I just listened to now, and it's really jazzy and interesting. I didn't ever realize it was this I before. very rarely play at 5 p.m. Huh. Yeah. That's really cool. Anyway, uh that about covers what I had about this song. Anything else you want to add?
1: Um other than the fact that I think it's one of the greatest Animal Crossing songs.
0: Um, it is. That exists. Yep. Um You know another interesting Nintendo soundtrack that used an accordion a lot was uh Fire Emblem Awakening. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That was a Did you ever r- listen to that uh Marcotto Brothers episode on it, I forget the episode number, but they're playing some of the like the calmer music and like there's that accordion in it that's really well used. Yeah, that's
1: a good point. Accordions <laughs> are very rarely used well. They're almost always for like, oh it's the ritzy fancy part of town and it's obnoxious. Yeah.
0: And I noticed they are in that seven PM Animal Crossing New Leaf song that's so good.
1: That in the PM. Uh-huh.
0: So Alright. Yeah, that about uh, covers what I had for the song, so let's uh start wrapping this thing up here. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Bring it down. Um, I hope everyone listening like this new format. I personally really enjoyed this episode. I I um,
1: completely agree. I feel like it's... We're a little more relaxed. We're a little more... Um, we're drilling down deeper into the, into the heart and souls of these songs. Right. Uh, give this more of a chance to be excited about one... Specific part of video game music,
0: we're on the same
1: page,
0: and honestly, it's just yeah, it's stuff I'm more excited to talk about, and I think that's key. So um, we'll have. If the, I'm not interested in what I'm talking about, I think it's going to show through.
1: If we, if the guests we have lined up for next week ends up, right. uh, ends up uh, working out, boy am I excited? Um, oh, they're yeah. the coolest of people. Um, oh yeah, and I, I wonder how this format will work with guests. We don't know yet. We have
0: never done it. We will see. Um, so yeah, hope everyone enjoyed that. For uh, If you want to write in and email us and tell us how horrible it was, you can uh, you can email the drainstation at 8 at gmail.com and or in fact, follow
1: us on Twitter. It would, yep. it would be best to do that right now um, okay. before we get too far in this season. I yeah. really, really want to hear people like this style because I know it was a little more technical. And maybe if you weren't into this particular yeah. song, I don't know if you'd enjoy the episode. We need to know this kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, that would actually... Yes, any feedback would be great. Did it go on too long? Did you want more meandering talk about the series? I mean, there are a lot of different directions we could take this. Yes. But we we, we kind of covered everything a little bit. Um, uh, so, yeah, you can also follow us on Twitter at TrainStation8. You can follow me personally on Twitter at LordMeldor, uh, though I don't tweet very often at all, uh, unless it's about, like, strategy games, and then you probably won't care. Uh, or Steven at StevenKelly180. I tweet all the time about dumb things. He, this is true well kind of maybe once a few days but anyway uh train station at eight is a part of whales Our whales network uh you can find other awesome shows like this with other awesome people like us at whales or on twitter at whales um but that's all i had so until next time say goodbye to the monkey porter Ook, ook. And that is an Animal Crossing reference because <laughs> <laughs> dag, nabbit because the monkey porter is the guy who conducts the train in Animal Crossing one and Animal Crossing new leaf. And he's a great guy. So you need to be nice to him since this is, this is the train station. He's here right up there talking about trains. So <laughs> say goodbye to him.